What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode podcast. My name is Aaron Bees. I am a wife, a mom, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing, healed my way out of it, and now I'm using all of my platforms to educate and raise awareness around the dangers of multi-level marketing companies and the tactics that some of these leaders use to try and recruit people. So I feel like that's a mouthful. I'm really excited to be here today. I know um, I have missed recording podcasts, but I have been recovering from COVID and so it feels really good to be back. And I'm very excited about the guest that I have today. Her name is Leah, and she was a part of Lavelle. Um, she was a part of It Works, and she was also a part of Prove It. And we have so much to talk about. So before we dive into that, Leah, you want to introduce yourself to the audience and tell them a little bit about you? Okay. Well, my name is obviously Leah. <laughs> um, I'm a wife. I've been married since Noah set the ark down, it feels like. Um, I have three kids, a son and two daughters. I have been steady in network marketing or was, I should say, it's so weird. It's weird, Um, right? Yeah, it just still feels weird. Yeah. Um, For at least five, five and a half years consistently. And like you said, the main companies that I was with was It Works. I was with them for about 10 months. I was with Lavelle for two years and I was with Prove It for almost three, well, two and a half. Yeah. Wow. So I guess let's just dive in. Um, When you tell us about how you were recruited with It Works, It Works was the first company, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I mean, I had been watching my leader for a while and I really liked her. Like, I I mean, I have no hard feelings towards her whatsoever. She's an amazing person. Um, And I just wanted extra money. You know, I just wanted to feel like I was contributing. I was a stay-at-home mom for a total of about 12 years. Mm. And so when I saw this come across, I was like, well, how hard can it really be? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the most important parts of these conversations that I get to have with people that have also been involved in MLMs is identifying those moments of vulnerability. I didn't even have to ask the question. You already, you already said it, you know, you were a stay at home mom. You wanted to make some extra money. Um, I know for me, I also was kind of struggling with my identity as a new mom and, and losing Aaron as the woman. Now I'm a mom and it's like, being a mom requires so much time and energy that I think a lot of times, especially new moms, um, kind of forget that they're also a woman. I don't know if that makes sense, but I I really had some identity kind of challenges around that time, which made it perfect for, oh, I can make some extra money. And I also get out and away from, you know, my, my everyday role of being a mom, which is a an incredible thing. You know, being a parent is incredible, although I understand also it's not for everybody. Um, and not everybody wants to have kids and that's okay too. But for me, I can just, I look back and I can identify some of these really vulnerable points. So the fact that you are coming out right out, right off the bat, like I was a stay-at-home parent for 12 years. I wanted to make some extra money. Those are, that's probably the biggest demographic, in my opinion, these multi-level marketing companies choose to kind of go after, you know? So tell yeah, us about and, that. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. You're good. Sorry. 
Oh, I got a little nerves here. Um, my experience with It Works, it was frustrating, to be mm -hmm. honest with you, because they relied heavily on the cold messaging. You know, like the whole hey girl messages. Oh my God, I sent out so many of them. It's embarrassing. Yeah. You know, um, then it got to the point where I was running for, I, I guess it's the first rank of, oh, not executive, but I was running for Ruby, I think, which is like the second rank, I think. Mm -hmm. It's been so long. And so then my upline put a couple people under me. And then when I got paid, I was like, this, the math isn't adding up to me because my check is only this. It was like, I don't know, maybe 40 bucks. I can't, you know, just throwing that out there. But so I reached out to her and I said, well, my volume is this. Why is my check only this? And she said, well, it's because I get the credit for the person I put under you. So what's the point of putting anybody under you? It gave me the volume, but I didn't get the full percentage of the commission. So you were that rank, but the only person that got paid for you being that rank was your upline. Yes. Oh my God. And then I hated how it was, this person needs this much, this person needs this much. And you're literally trying to not just, I was trying to run my own business, but I had to micromanage and like, place new customers here and there and everywhere to make sure everything lined up. I hated that structure. I, I definitely have heard that a lot with it works. And I was, I've spoken a couple of times with Jessica Hickson and she's like, I can explain this to you. You know, we need to, we should chat about this. And I'm like, yeah, we definitely do. Because from what I understand, you have to, is it 400? I'm picturing blocks. I don't know if that's, yes. how, but like, I'm picturing 400 blocks and you have to have so many to, is that how that works with it works? Yes, that is. Yes. Is that how it works with it works girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is how it works. And oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I, and it was frustrating, Yeah. you know, and I, I got quite a few customers on my own, which, you know, I'm very blessed, but at the end of the day, what it came down to was I had one person that I'd been talking to back and forth for quite a while. Yeah. They messaged me, hey, I'm ready to go ahead and order. And I could not physically put her order in okay. because I knew the products didn't work. Oh. Because I'd had so many customers, they would order, do their one month. And then that was it. Even though there was like a... Uh, fee like $50 if you canceled before your three months of auto ship they were being able to cancel it earlier either by paying the fee or just canceling out their credit card wow so they weren't being consistent with their products I honestly I never felt any different like the wraps I never really I mean I faked it because that's what you know I was like well maybe it's just me you yeah, know, let me share then, other people's results because just because I'm not seeing results doesn't mean that it doesn't work. But then mm -hmm. for me, from what it sounds like, that was your first bout, if you will, of cognitive dissonance. You have somebody that's like, hey, I've been waiting to order. You've been waiting for this person to come around. You know, we've, we've been taught that in MLM, like just, just keep the relationship up and eventually they're all going to come around. And then when she does or he does, you're like, I don't want to sell you this product. And that's exactly what it boiled down to. So, 
sorry. During that time though, I had um, friends from back home in uh, Kentucky that I had one in particular that I'd been watching because I'd never heard of this company called Lavelle or Thrive. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. And like very fast, she got her car bonus. And I, that's at the second rank, which is 12,000 in volume every month, personally, you know, well, with your team. <laughs> and I was watching her and I'm like, okay, like I've seen her post before. I see her post now, like it's total 180. She was not this happy, like smiley person before. Not that she was rude or anything, don't get me wrong. But, you know, when you've known somebody, you know, the, the change in their tone, even on their posts. Yeah. And so I reached out to her and I'm like, all right, I'm still with it works, but I want to know like, what is this? Yeah. And, you know, we had a three hour conversation because we had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Okay. I'll, I'll follow you. So that's how I got into Lavelle. And I mean, I didn't dislike the product. You know, I did lose weight. I did feel better. I did sleep through the night finally. Um, But I don't know if it was more my brain or if it was something that was a real thing. Like maybe it was a placebo effect. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Because I mean, after I stopped using Thrive, I still slept. Mm, Interesting. So I don't know if it was this is what it's going to do. This is how you're going to feel. This is what you're going to experience. And it was like, so in my head, like, yes, yes, yes. I need all of these things Yeah. that I like tricked my brain into being like, yes, yes, yes. This is what's happening. Yeah. And this is what I'm going to experience because they say that this is what that's going to do for me, whether it's energy or focus. I know um, in the past that in their DFT patches, they have something called white willow bark, which is a natural anti-inflammatory. So anybody that's experiencing any kind of pain, they're putting these patches on and it's basically like taking a Tylenol in my opinion, you know? So that's very interesting to me aside from some of the other ingredients, but um, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. And everything went well. (laughs) I mean, it was just crazy. Uh, I hit they were doing a promotion at the time. So if you hit the first rank, which was 4,000 a month, you got a $4,000 bonus. Mm -hmm. I managed to do that. Like with the help from my upline and, you know, amazing team, like it was an exciting time. Yeah. And um, so I got the $4,000 bonus, but what they don't tell you is you have to maintain that rank and they pay you out in monthly increments. Yeah. I was just going to ask that question because I know it works does that too. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I mean, yay for $4,000, but it kind of sucks because it would be nice to have it all at one time. Like I worked my butt off. Yeah. And that's how they present it. It's the mm-hmm. fine print that says maintain this rank for three months or whatever, uh, whatever that time frame is. And you'll get monthly payments of, you know, 1500 for those three months, every month that you maintain it for three months or however they, they're so good at wording things without telling you all of the details. Indeed. <sighs> yeah. Indeed. And then I think it was, let's see, I hit rank 4k, I think January. And then I hit, 
uh, 12K, which gave me the auto bonus. And instead of the $4,000 bonus, now I elevated myself to the 12,000. So whatever they had paid me out up until that point was subtracted from that 12,000. Okay. So, so it's like actually a 12,000 bonus, $12,000. Uh-huh, it was. Okay. And of course paid over, I want to say 10 months. That's a long time. Yeah. And you had to maintain that rank every month for that entire time. Not to mention maintaining the rank to keep your auto bonus, mm-hmm. which was $800. So here I am. And I was so excited. Like, oh my God, babe, I earned my car. Da 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 da. I want to go get one. And <laughs> he didn't want to do it. Mm. And he fought me tooth and nail. And I was just like, no, like this shows I have made it. Yeah. Like I got my auto bonus. Like, here's my car. You can do it too. Yep. And for me, it was like a status thing. Like, absolutely. Which is, it sucks. And I'm probably going to get emotional talking about my car because like when I joined, I told my friend, like, the only thing I want is my Lexus. Mm. Like a lot of people want to retire their husbands. No, ma'am. That was never my goal because we would get divorced. You drive me crazy. (laughs) You know, I love them to pieces, but mama needs space. Yeah, right. (laughs) But it was always the car bonus. It was always so I could get my Lexus. Yeah. So on May 1st or 3rd, I, um, I did get, if you don't take the, or if you don't get the car, you got like $300. So it's either 800 with the, if you have to qualify for the car through the dealership, through the, the banks, that kind of thing, or you get $300. Correct. Wow. Kind of messed up, isn't it? Yeah. I'm like, so we go down to the dealership. I get my Lexus. I love my Lexus. And my husband was just like, I don't know how this is going to work, but you better maintain it. Like you have to make the payment. Yeah. My car payment was six fifty a month insurance. So that covered, that wiped my whole bonus. Yep. And I did, I maintained it. Um, every month I maintained, I got my full $12,000. I was seeing checks with Lavelle during that time, about $3,000 or so a month. Like I was making really decent money. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, I gave away so much product in free samples because they didn't tell us sell your samples it was free here free there free there uh with labelle everything's free so free um promotership free customer you don't have to buy anything and um so then we found a script to use Mm, my upline and i yeah the scripts and we were using them and it was basically like sign up for a free account. We'll get you on the phone for 10 minutes and you know, whatever happens, we'll send you a free, free sample. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time, <clears throat> our upline at the very, very top, and I'm pretty sure that he's a public figure, but I won't say his name. He ran a promotion that was like, whoever in this team, the whole team gets the most free accounts from this date until this date, you'll get the first winner gets an Apple watch. Second winner will get so much in credits for money. And it kind of went down like that. Mm -hmm. I hustled and worked so hard. It was me and my upline freaking neck and neck. And I want to say I opened 150, 
175 new accounts, new free accounts. That's not customers that were buying. Yeah, I have an experience with this actually, which might help the listeners kind of understand. Um, I, when I, I think I lived in New Mexico at the time and I was attending like a craft fair. And, you know, when you do these craft fairs, you're taught to, to network with the people that are there. And there's a lot of multi-level marketing companies at these events. And so you're, it's everybody kind of competing with one another, you know, like enter my drawing. Okay. But you should become, you know, create a free account. Um, at the time, they were the person that was running the booth. And I think they were next to me or across from me or something like that. Um, I remember them asking for my email, create a free account. And I'm like, what? And now that I look back on it, I didn't, I didn't do that, but correct me if I'm wrong, but if I give you my email address and you create a free account for me through Lavelle, that means I'm linked to you. So if my cousin or my sister or whoever starts a Lavelle business, I'm using quotation marks. I know you guys can't see that, but if they start a business and I try to order through them, I'm not going to be able to because I have a free account through you unless I use a different email address, right? That is absolutely 100% correct. So what they're doing is they are um, sneakily getting these people to only be able to order through them so that when that scenario and if that scenario happens they're like well have you ever gotten a free account with anybody else oh you have okay yeah you're gonna have to order through them or because mlm people are very good at loopholes i learned um let's just create a new email address and then we can go ahead and you can become a a free customer with me I'm laughing because I have so done that so yeah. many times, it, I, but I I'm mean, embarrassed. Yeah. Well, don't be embarrassed. I mean, you're, you were doing what you were taught. You thought you were doing the right thing. Just like when we were in prove it, we thought we were doing this, the right thing too. You know, you don't, you don't realize while you're doing, you think you're doing the right thing. Because how is this going to benefit you? Well, now they've just opted in, essentially, after you've made their free account to email marketing through Lavelle. So they're going to see all the sales and specials and all of those things and, and get the emails, uh, you know, with the new products and the events and, you know, best practices kind of thing. They're going to get all that email marketing. And then all they have to do is click a button and, and order. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And before they would get their free sample, they had to do the free account. They had to join Lavelle's Facebook group and they had to do like a 10 minute conversation with us. Yeah. Yeah. But I cannot tell you how much money I lost in all the free product. Yeah. Not to mention that um, there were a couple of times where I would have somebody getting ready to come on, or I think there was like one time in the beginning of me getting my bonuses where I was just shy. So upline, 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 he's like, Hey, here's the credits you need for whatever, you, you know, however much it was, just use the credits. And then I would get my volume and I'd be able to go on. Same thing with everybody under me. Now is it the craziest thing in the world? 
I could never personally dumb. Sorry. I have a question. Yes. So the credits are those like free product credits that you can give to anybody? Like the coupon codes would prove it? That's exactly what they are. Okay. Okay. And kind of like um, with prove it where you can, you get so much in product credits based on your customers and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's the same concept with Lavelle. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And so I would help out like my downline. And I never dominated like my little town per se. Like I had quite a few um, promoters, but it was like one or two surrounding towns in particular that you could not say Thrive or Lavelle without it dominoing back to me. Wow. It was insane. I had, I had so many promoters and they were amazing. Yeah. And it just got to the point, like after hitting my rank and then I lost my car bonus, mm. I, I maintained it for about 18 months. So I was very fortunate in that. Um, but then it was like people under me, they're working their tails off and they're like either just missing or not getting there and some other like silly stuff you know when you get intertwined in these things you kind of accidentally get involved in drama or kind of expect a little too much mm. from people and it just personally I was like you know what I'm I can't do this anymore yeah I don't think I don't think it's expect I mean I understand where you're coming from I don't think it's expecting too much from people I think that there is a natural way that people not natural I think that it is a way that people are coached in MLM to just work harder and to do more and so naturally as we start building teams um, we expect them to do what we're doing lead from the front you know what I'm saying and so it doesn't matter how they are coached it's still the business model. You had a phenomenal team and full of beautiful humans. And I, I know that there are really great people in multi-level marketing companies. The fact of that, the matter is that it's still the same business model, doesn't matter the company. You were at the top of your pyramid, just like I was at the top of my pyramid. And it didn't matter what we did or how we did it or how often we checked in on our people or the amount of trainings. The model was designed for us to win at the top of our pyramid, you know, and that's, that's hard to process, you know, because there are really great people in multi-level marketing, you know, and I, that's, that's a hard thing. I had a very, very hard time processing that, you know? Well, and it, it came to, <clears throat> I mean, our team was growing so fast that one of our up 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 lines who was like I think he was enrolled second from the owners and he flew out from Canada to California where I live to host a um what are they called in-home kind of thing in the robbers I forget mm -hmm. what they're called and so for two nights he stayed here and at my house we had thrive events yeah and I thought I was top dog to be honest with you because I'm yeah. like oh my gosh he wants to work with me personally he's going to coach me personally and after that it was crickets yeah 
And when I was struggling, I got him on the phone one day and he said, you know what, Leah, the speed of the leader is the speed of the pack. Mm. So and I started you for not doing enough. Yes. And keep in mind on vacations, I was working. Yep. And it was like the speed of the, that gives me no help whatsoever. Like, tell me what to do. Yeah. Don't give me this mumbo jumbo. Yeah. You're already working every minute of the day if you're not sleeping. So how can you possibly do more? Exactly. Like I wouldn't shower for a couple of days. I know that's gross, but it was because I had this call lined up. I had that lined up. I had to send out these samples. I had to message a hundred plus people a day. Mm -hmm. And that's just my experience with Lavelle. Like it only got worse when I got with Proven. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you tell us that story? Well, and for, let, let me back up for just a second, because I think we, we, since we've talked about it works and we've talked about Lavelle, there's a, when you are winning and I'm using air quotes again, when you are winning in these companies, it is intoxicating. It is the ultimate dopamine hit. When you see team members that are like, got another customer, got another promoter, another team member, whatever, I'm doing this. It, it's like the energy that is created from that is insane. There is no way for you to think, in my opinion, for anybody to think rationally in that moment, because you are so focused on the good part of it and how, you know, numbers are increasing and how it looks like, you know, everybody's going to be making more money until those checks hit. And then you realize, well, I'm the only one that's really winning off of all of that energy. Uh, I, I think that we need to be aware of that. I think that we need to, and maybe you could elaborate on that because I know I'm probably not explaining that the best, but like there is a reason that you will see people put in their stories or put in the team groups when they, they got a new customer or they got a new promoter. And it's all, in my opinion, goes back to those dopamine hits to keep people excited, to prevent them from questioning what they're doing. I completely agree. And not only that, because um, with Lavelle, we were encouraged every new customer, whether they wanted to come out of the closet or not, they'd be our closet, air quote, closet drivers. Mm -hmm. But you'd welcome every single person. And then you tag. I, I bet you sometimes I had 50 tags. So everybody in our organization would see it. Mm -hmm. And then when you're adding all these free accounts or, you know, somebody bought a little something every single day, like I look back at my timeline on Facebook and I'm just like, wow, man, I was winning. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just, I don't know. It's really, yeah, it is. It's a rush. Yeah. Like, look at what we're doing. Oh my God. Sales went up X number of dollars today. This is insane. Oh my God. I love what we're doing. You know? And meanwhile, it's just, it feels to me, how do I word this? It feels to me the same way that the pressure to attend events, you know, you have somebody questioning, you have somebody that's, uh, that's having a hard time maintaining their rank or they're just not showing up to the zooms as much they're not as active when it comes to the team activities and stuff like that oh get them to a get them to an event because at that event they're going to get this shot of energy 
and dopamine and, you know, that rush that is also created when people are, you know, closing sales and, and team members and stuff like that. And then it's like a band-aid. You know, it's a, it's a distraction. They got super excited. They saw their friends at this event or they closed a customer and maybe they haven't closed a customer in a long time. And it's that it's a band-aid fix to prevent people from looking at the wound. Well, the funny thing is I did go to one um, Lavelle convention or whatever. It was literally a one day thing. I did not walk out of there feeling pumped. Like, yeah, they had some cool speakers, but I didn't feel uh, when I walked out like, yes, I'm ready to go. Now, the Empire event, yes, 100,000%, I was ready. Mm -hmm. But after this one, I was just like, okay, yeah, came, saw, went, you know, kind of thing. It was like a high school reunion for me, really. Yeah. Did you feel like you took away from that Lavelle event any actual business tips, how to run a business, how to grow a business, those types of things? No, not one bit. Did you feel like those types of events are really just kind of about um, inspirational stories? 100%. Yeah. Interesting. So tell us about how you got out of Thrive or Lavelle, I should say, and made your way into Prove It. My we crazy were like 18, by the way, in case you guys didn't know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I was just telling everybody we were on the same team in case they didn't know that. Oh yeah, we were. <laughs> and I watched you a lot. Oh, um, that's so kind <laughs> of you. <laughs> well, my crazy we were in. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm jaded. This this whole experience with LaBelle just I guess it it just became like a I'm doing this with my hands. Snowball, that's the word I'm looking Um, for. And so like where everything was good and then everything just all of a sudden, it didn't matter how hard I worked, it just went to hell. Mm. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well on Facebook over here, we have this person who's going to Scotland, who's going to Australia, who's doing this and doing that. And they haven't been with this company very long. What is this? What are ketones? Yeah. I got to... I think it was like 10 day trial pack. So I stopped doing Thrive completely because I was still with Lavelle when I got this trial pack. Okay. I'm like scoping things out. Yeah. So I stopped doing Thrive. I told my husband, I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. Keto, water, you know, taking pictures and drinking these silly packets. <laughs> now I've watched a lot of like you, especially when you talk about, uh, you got to run to the bathroom. Don't trust a fart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do not ever trust a fart. Never. ever. And that's drinking ketones. Right. And I lost, you know, seven to 10 pounds. I want to say in a very short amount of time. And I was like, Oh, this is it. I'm going with it. And my upline, I know she's a public figure. If you want to, if you want to mention who your upline is, that's fine. If, if you think she's a public figure, if not, I know, I know for a fact that she is the only, like, I don't know why I'm just like, oh, it's uncomfortable. It is. I mean, the first time I did a, a, a video on Jesse Lee, it was uncomfortable. You know, this is, this is stuff that we don't want to talk about. So if you feel 
Let me just say, if you feel that uncomfortable, don't name her. You can, we can message I think it's, about it. I, I don't know why I feel uncomfortable because we've never had any kind of emotional mm. connection. How did you find her? Facebook. Facebook, um, the direct sales groups, because she was going live like every night, every night, every and night. sharing them into the groups? Yes. What year was this? I joined in October 28th, uh, 2018. Okay. I was going to say 2018, actually, because that was when really like keto lives, keto kitchens, all of those things, and then sharing them into the groups. That was a major strategy. It's still a strategy, in my opinion based on what we're seeing, but the people that are interacting with those lives that are being shared into these groups are other promoters, which makes no sense. Yeah. And, and so I kept seeing like these business lives and I'm like, dang, she really knows what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the strong leader figure I need and I'm going to just excel. Yeah. She is very strong, strong willed, strong headed. She's just very out there. I, and I'm not trying to talk bad. Like that's, she's mimicking Jesse Lee Ward in my opinion, 125%. I know you guys that are listening are sitting here trying to figure out who it is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my God. In, in my mind, I couldn't, uh, well, I could never keep track of who was under who, what team they were mm -hmm. a part of or any of that stuff. Um, so I have no idea. I I'm in my mind thinking of several people, but I so it's Brittany Anderson. Oh, uh, that's what I was guessing. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely is and in my opinion, mimicking exactly what Jesse Lee does. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I started with prove it and the first time I really watched Jesse Lee do a live video and man, I was starstruck. Hmm. I was enamored by her. She, because back then she wasn't the way, in my opinion, from my views, she wasn't the way then that she is now. Yeah. I agree and so um, I had some people come over with me, not very many from Thrive. And I remember saying like, man, I want to be like Jesse Lee, but only in Leah's style. Yeah. You know, because I, I literally looked up to her. Yeah. Now, Brittany Anderson and I, we had conversations and I felt like, like I said, like I needed this strong leader. So that's why I was like, okay, well, she's just a strong person. And, but then it got to points where I was being down, uh, talked down to. Mm. And the, this whole thing with the fact that Whoever you add into the Facebook group, uh, uh, what's it called again? Simple Proven Results. Simple Proven Results. If I add them in there, at the end of the day, it's not a guarantee that that is my person. Mm -hmm. And I am 125,000% convinced that somebody can go in there and change the dates on when they were added. They have to, because I got in trouble for one of my promoters that I took time with she me and her were friends
and somebody, I don't even remember who it was, but Brittany comes to me and says, Hey, so-and-so added that person to this group on this date. And I'm like, no, that's impossible because there's so much controversy over who's adding who that I would go and check names constantly. Because when you um, like put their name in the search bar, it will let you know who added them. Yeah. And this particular person, I know it was added by me because I saw it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's added by somebody else. Well, and this is, this is that loophole that we, how we were just talking about Lavelle and how the free accounts and how they're linked to that person. So for those of you that are listening, that maybe are like, wait, I need a little bit more info on this. So the empire team in prove it has three different groups. They have, they have <clears throat> excuse me, they have a team group, they have the recruiting group and they have the customer group. Leah is talking about the customer group. And the way that that works is um, when you have somebody that is on a live or, or, you know, in your inbox or whatever, and they're asking about ketones, you add them to this group called Simple Proven Results. Um, you tag them in the campfire video that is linked there. And the reason that I know all of this stuff is because I helped create that group. So um, you tag them in the videos, you tag them in whatever resources they're wanting, depending on what they're, you know, what they're wanting to do. A lot of it is weight loss, even though they say, oh, fat loss. That's just their loophole because they're good at finding loopholes. And when I say they, I mean multi-level marketing companies. And um, so you add them, you tag them. There's the ATM system. You follow up. That's the M part of that. Um, and the rule was always, if you added somebody, they were linked to you. And if somebody answered a question or they reached out to somebody else, you were supposed to refer them back to the person that added them into the group. But the loophole that I saw time and time again, the amount of conversations I had as an admin of that group with people that were like, no, I added like, this is the date. Here's the screenshot of the conversation I had with them, you know, a year and a half ago. And now all of a sudden they're linked to somebody else. Um, that just added them two weeks ago. I added this person a year and a half ago. Here's the screenshot to show it. Well, uh, the loophole is they leave the group and this other promoter adds them to the group so that they can get around that. That's how that worked. Absolutely. And there was, <clears throat> say, say a customer is added by somebody else and they don't really realize this is what's going on. And the reason right? that they don't realize that is because they think they're being added in a lot of cases, in my opinion, to a recipes keto, a keto recipes group. So they don't understand that they're being added to something where they're going to be pitched a ketone product. So that, that also happened a lot. People didn't understand. I thought this was a recipe group. And now all of a sudden they're going live tasting new flavors and they're like, what is this? And they're confused. And a lot of people really got angry because it was a bait and switch. Yeah, 100%. And so, but what they also didn't realize is once they were added to the group, obviously, they were not free to choose who they wanted to work with. Yeah. And because like, especially when I first started, I didn't really understand how all that worked. You know, yeah, there were scripts. So I'm just thinking, okay, yeah, I added them because like I have, you know, screenshots, but I never went in to check and see. Yeah. 
that they were added by me. So there was one instance in particular where I literally thought I was going to lose everything. Yeah, because they they will ban people from the group. Mm -hmm. At least they used to. Now it's different. And we can talk about that here in a few minutes if you want. But yeah, and I got a message from Brittany and she came down hard and heavy. And I was just like, no, but I thought I did. Like, I, why would I try and purposely break the rules? That's not the kind of person I am. Right. Like, I'm not a shady person when it comes to that because I don't want to get in trouble. I'm a chicken. Nobody wants to get in trouble. I know. So we got through that situation, but I literally was in tears crying saying like, I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. If Jesse Lee makes a decision, I'm out. I'm banned. How can I run a business? I won't have access to the people, you know, the names, because after time, I'm sure you understand, you kind of lose track of every single person's name. (laughs) The amount of people I added to that group, I, I can't even, I like, it's so overwhelming to think of the keto kitchens that I did where I was doing some sort of a call to action. And then I was just adding people, uh, left and right. And yeah, I mean, with their goals, is it an effective system? Yes. Is it a predatory system? Yes. Is it a bait and switch? Absolutely. In my opinion, it definitely is. If you are, doing a keto kitchen and you're like, you know, click, uh, or if you want the recipe, or if you want to be a part of our group with no, uh, no keto police, you know, drop me a, an avocado below. And then you just simply go in and, and add people. And then you have to walk them through, Hey, you know, I just added you, you'll have to accept it. Remember when they made that change on Facebook? Um, <laughs> she's nodding her head. Yeah. You know, okay, you'll just need to go in and accept it. Check your groups. I'm going to tag you after you accept it. And it's like, people are not cattle. You know, if you're selling a ketone product, say you're selling a ketone product, but you don't need to hide behind keto recipes, which was a major, major strategy, not just for myself, for many people back in 2018. And it still is. And that part of the strategy is not very effective anymore because of people, you know, like you, Leah, that are speaking out about this, you know? Yes. And we definitely were trained to pretty much, I mean, not necessarily treat people like cattle, but they were cattle. Yeah. Some will, so some won't. So what? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And no's not a no. It's just a not right now. Not right now. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds oh me God. of, uh, I don't know if you ever attended any of Eric Worre's events. No, I did not. It reminds me of, of what he says and has said multiple times. You know, if they joined, if they joined one, one multi, one, he calls it network marketing, one network marketing company, they're going to join again. It's in their blood. For those of you that they can't see, like I literally just did an impersonation of him saying that <laughs> with my body. It's really funny. It's, funny it's in their blood. And I'm like, oh God, that is so predatory. Yeah. I had a lot of issues. Um, for me, you know, the ketones, I, I can't really say too much bad about them, except like I said earlier, never trust a fart. Yeah. You know, I mean, I felt like they did kind of help me a little bit more than coffee did in the morning. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, it went from one pack a day to two packs a day to three packs a day. That part. Yeah. You constantly and then mix- have to be taking in more. Mm-hmm. And then you're mixing in the 
um, the ones with the collagen. It's, it's bad. My brain's farting. Yeah, keto cream. Mm-hmm. And then the MCT one four three, and then you're mixing up two packets of ketones, or you're mixing up uh, the liquid ketones, or you know you're having you're you're ta- you're taking in so much product a day because you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. And you know this whole talk about front loading, we one hundred thousand percent were encouraged. And I am so, so sorry to my team. Mm. Like, I feel so incredibly bad. Yeah. Well, did you get the new flavor? Just buy the new flavors. Yep. You might need them. Get caffeine and, and uncaffeinated because yep. you never know. All of those things. And what really kills me is, I, I mean, I was on my way out the door, but this conversation I had, I kind of let them know like, Hey, I'm sorry that I just, I honestly dipped as a leader. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You didn't deserve that. And this person had to sell one of their vehicles Mm. to pay off their credit card debt because of, because of proven, because of ketones. And because I, I aided in that. Yeah. And that just was like, all this time I thought I was doing good. That's hard. That's hard. But I, I think that it's really important. And I've said this before, and I've made that apology to many team members. And I understand exactly what you're feeling and your feelings are valid and your emotions are valid. I felt the same thing. I still struggle with it at times. And I think that that's the reason that I am so loud about being against MLMs is because I know that that is the only way that I can even make an attempt to fix what I participated in. Even though at the time I felt like I was doing the right thing, when you get out and your filter changes and you step away and you um, aren't subjected to the dopamine and the love bombing and the fake relationships and all of those things, and you can really take a look at what's going on, it's daunting. It's really hard, especially when you had a team, especially when you were a car earner, especially when you, you know, um, had the level of success that you did. It's very, very hard to process. And I know you're, you're pretty newly out. And um, if I can give you any advice, it would be just allow yourself to feel. Don't band-aid anything just allow yourself to feel. And if you need to cry, then you cry. And if you need to journal or whatever that looks like for you, just allow yourself to have that time to heal and make the apologies like you're doing, you know, and it sucks. It's hard. But I I think that conversations like this are really, really important because it helps people to, especially those that are experiencing cognitive dissonance, like you and I both have, I feel like it just helps them to understand what they're feeling. They might not be ready. They might not fully be ready to step out and go, okay, well, what have I really been participating in? But at least it's something that validates their feelings as well from our experiences, you know? Well, and there were, you know, there were a lot of flipping red flags. Yeah. You know, I, I spend easy a thousand dollars to get to dallas to empire U, mm-hmm. and 
oh man, I was smitten because I got there a night early and I saw Jesse Lee come through and she knew me. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you're even cuter in person. And I was just like, oh my God, what can I do to help? What do you need from me? And ended up, I went back to the room. But then it was, I saw Brittany Anderson the next day. And yeah, we took some pictures. We did the social media part of it. Yep. But after that, it was like nothing. And why in the world did we have to be in Empire U from like 9 a.m. to 10 or 11 o'clock p.m. and then have to do a whole breakout session yep. with our teams? I literally wasn't going to bed till 2, 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. And you literally have no time to eat. Yep. All you have is ketones and water. Yeah. And did you learn any business tips from that event? Not really, but I learned, I learned how to cry a lot because they definitely kicked me in the gut quite a few times. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget that event. I'm sorry, Aaron, but I'm going to have to say it. You and Angela Musco did a, did an exercise. Yeah. Which we had no business doing that exercise, by the way. And I still have the video where you guys were like, take out to take a video and blah, blah, blah. And I, I can't watch it. I Don't still have it. it. But and I'm I, sorry and, if I made you feel any type of way that caused you any pain at all. I it just, you don't actually need to apologize because there were so many underlying factors that, yeah, I was kind of messed up, but at the same time, it was like, holy crap, I got a lot going on that I need to, to work on, yeah. you know, just personally and inside of me. So while it sucked and I'll never watch that video again. Yeah, you should delete that. <laughs> I should, huh? Yeah. I um, but, you know, in that moment, because I had so much going on and man, I just wanted to believe in this. I just wanted to do so many good, big things with this. Yeah. And it was like, well, unless I take time to heal this, I can't achieve this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that they really do prey on, in my opinion. I don't mean just the empire. I mean, multi-level marketing companies and the leaders is they, they prey on the level of people's belief. If you look at every company they typically talk about the belief in the company, the belief in yourself, the belief in the products. Every single company does it. Almost every single MLM coach does it. Because if you are dangling the carrot of belief, it is a very tactful way, if you will. I don't know if tactful is the right word I want to use to shame somebody when and if they decide to get out. So if, if, if I were still in, and let's say that you were a part of my team and you decide you came to me and you're like, Aaron, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I would have chalked that up to, man, that really sucks. Leo was so good. She had no idea how good she was. Does this sound familiar? Well, you probably said it to some of your team members too, right? I mean, I know I felt that way. Um, and, and it would have been, she just didn't believe enough. Oh belief God. does not carry a business action steps running a proper business that it has nothing to do with belief should you have dreams and visions yes yes you should you should have a vision of where you want to go 
but your level of belief in the company, the products and yourself are not going to be what expands your business. That's just not how that works. And in my opinion, that's what these companies really do prey on the level of people's belief. And then it's an easy way for them to shame people when they decide they don't want to skip the, the meal with their family and get on the zoom, or they decide that, Hey, that's, that event is too expensive. There's no way I can do that. It makes it easy for that leader or that company team leader, whatever, to shame that person. Well, they just don't believe enough. They don't see it. Best wishes. Good luck to them. Yeah. And that's very true. And you know, I, I experienced it with Lavelle where it was like, I could never stop kind of thing, but it was so prominent in prove it. Yeah. I could never stop messaging zooms freaking so many zooms a week. And then it's like, you have your personal team zoom, then you have personal one-on-one coaching. And I was on the freaking computer so much. And then my husband would get mad and rightfully so looking at it now. Yeah. Plus the lives. Mm -hmm. The lives every day. Yes. But in the moment I'm like, well, he's just being a jerk. And Jesse Lee saying that if they don't, they don't let you do you pretty much like get rid of them. Yeah. Find a new husband, find a new wife. Yep. And I literally was like starting to believe it. Like, okay, this isn't my dude then. Cause he's telling me to stop and to just chill. Yeah. He wants to spend time just, with me. Well, how dare forbid. does he know what I'm working for? I'm working for us. Right. I, it, it just, it got ridiculous. So then I ended up saying, you know what? I'm not doing any more one-on-one coaching calls with the team. Yeah. I'm not doing any more personal team zoom. Like, we, we have Brittany Anderson running hers once a week. We have Jesse Lee doing hers once a week. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And then one day I decided to go get a part-time, yeah, a part-time job. And I'll never forget the first end of month that I didn't stress. Mm. Because shortly after I started, I was like, uh, my paycheck here is like <laughs> way more than what I'm getting paid with Prove It. And it was part-time. And it was part-time and so much more fun. And you clocked in and clocked out. You got an hourly wage. You knew exactly what you were going to make rather than, you know, basing it on your level of belief or the amount of cold messages that you send. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. It was, it was, it was really strange. I'm telling my husband, like, Hey, it's the end of the month and uh, I'm not on my phone. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm misbehaving. Yeah. Yes. And, And through all that, nobody checked on me. Yeah. Brittany, I think she reached out to me one time because my volume went, I hit, uh, rank four, which is what? 10,000. Uh, 20, uh, it might be 10,000 rank five. I think it's 10,000. Yeah. So we hit 10,000. I think it was like 10,300 in volume that month. Right after that, everything just kind of went down mm-hmm. because then all of a sudden I get a, a text message like, from Jesse Lee, of course, I've identified you as somebody who's moving on up pretty much. So we're inviting you to this group. But Is in it this group, you're gonna... group, no, it was, uh, it was rising champions. Oh, okay. And then in the group, it up-and-coming was up and coming leaders. Yes. 
uh, you're going to, you know, we need help with this. We need help doing uh, team trainings. We need help doing this. And basically you were at their beck and call. Yep. For free. And I, for free. Yeah. And I looked at my husband, I'm like, oh my God, how awesome. Jesse Lee texted me because I hit rank four and he goes, you don't have that much free time on your hands. Like you still have to feed us. You still have a house to clean. Like yeah. you have me and the kids. And so I didn't really, I was never active in that. Um, but at the end it was just, I felt like I didn't matter. Mm. That's You know, um, like I had mentioned before, me and Brittany never had a close connection. There was one instance when there was a bunch of political stuff going on. I mean, when isn't there, but yeah. um, this one particular instance and, you know, it was like the BLM movement and, and it was, um, in my opinion, I feel like it was just the next train to hop aboard. Like, I'm going to support this. It's just my opinion because it was the next hard campaign. everybody. It was. Yeah, it was the next. So yeah, it was the next campaign um, that they could use again, in my opinion, in order to gain more customers and or promoters. Absolutely, because your vibe attracts your tribe. So if your vibe is this, you're going to attract those. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's whatever. I didn't agree with one part in, it was her uh, personal downline training that Brittany Anderson did one day. Mm. And she makes a comment and it was, if you don't agree with me, get off the Zoom now. Wow. Like, if you don't share these same views, you're not my tribe. You can basically, I was like, whoa 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 like you're supposed to be telling me how to run a business tell me you're and in an I, echo chamber without telling me you're in an echo chamber absolutely and wow. i private messaged her after and i said i don't share your same views so where does that leave me yeah good for you and then she's like oh well i never really said that and i have i screenshotted not the gaslighting Brittany. I'm not saying that. And I'm like, but where in the team does that leave me? Am I on your team or am I on my own? Because yeah, I don't I, agree with Should I not you. be on the Zooms or should I? Because on this training Zoom, you said, if I don't agree mm -hmm. with you, that I should be, get off get off the Zoom. So like, which is it? And then she's like, well, I, I'm not saying that. You're the one who's putting words. I, I'd have to read through the messages, you know, to get it right. But like when I, when I left Prove It, I did screenshot a couple of them because I was like, this is the start of the end. Like, this is when I pulled way back from Brittany Anderson because I, I don't have to agree with you. Yeah. And I don't have to interact with you. Yeah. Because it's a business. But it still sucked. Yes. It's, but it's it, not my business because Jesse Lee could take it away just like that. That's right. And prove it can By too. banning you. Yeah. By banning you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just crazy. And uh, she always... I'm not trying to be an ass, but I'm going to say like, I feel like Brittany always treated me like the redheaded stepchild. Mm. Like I was cool and I was good when I'm running for my rank. But then if I don't hit it or if I kind of take a step back because life, yeah, I, I'm not in the cool kids club anymore. Yeah. I think that's a lot of, of leaders and multi-level marketing companies, obviously not all leaders, but I think that there's a lot of people that are leading organizations that the time that they spend on the people, and I was coached to do this, 
the time that they spend on the people is depending on the amount of time and energy that they're dedicating and or sales mm -hmm. and or recruiting. If you're not doing those back. things, you're not going to hear from me. Or yeah, and it goes as it goes leader. to some. I'm oh, sorry, I don't mean to talk over you. No, you're fine. You're fine. It goes to something that um, that I've heard multiple times. You know, as a leader, you need to earn my time. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I want you to succeed. I'm here for you every step of the way. But if you're not selling and recruiting, I have no time for you. Or if you want to set up a coaching call, okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go get a new customer and then we'll schedule a coaching call. I gave up on coaching calls with Brittany, honestly, because it was like, this is getting too freaking crazy for me. Yeah. Here's the thing. You know, I know that there are situations where we have to have tough conversations, but if you're going to present it as tough love, in my opinion, that is just you giving yourself a pass to be a total jerk. Agreed. I, I don't think that that's okay. I don't think that you can hide behind, oh, I'm a red personality. No, you're just being a jerk. That's what that is. You have no right, right to talk to people the way that, that you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, hard pass for me. Yeah, and it got to where the Zoom trainings, because I was only doing Brittany's on Tuesday, Jesse Lee's on Wednesday. I quit doing Britney's because all she did was yell. And it was clear, like, who the cool kids And by were. the way, sorry to interrupt you. If anybody listening has access to those trainings, feel free to record it and upload it to a Google Drive and then email it to me, Aaron underscore bees at yahoo.com. Thank you. Shameless plug, it's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to react to one of her trainings because I know what they're like. And then, you know, Jesse Lee's, it honestly, I would be on the zoom this sounds so bad i would be on the zoom with the volume down on your my head AirPods oh, yeah. in. no video i'd have my airpods in with my ipad watching a movie oh my god that's funny <laughs> i it's bet there's so a lot of people say. that have done that though honestly like well, oh, yeah, i because... show my face mm -hmm. Cause you know, there's a lot of emphasis. You need to, if you don't have your cameras on, you're not taking this training seriously. <laughs> yeah, but then it got to the point where like, you're not even teaching me anything. You're talking about yourself. How is that training? Yeah. That's not training. Nobody cares. Or like screaming at me, making me feel like crap. Oh God, it's insane. So how did you get out? Tell us about that. Um, okay, so it was a combination of a lot of things. Uh, one of the things was Brittany Anderson sent me a text message because my volume obviously went way down because I just stopped caring. Yeah. Let but, me talk you know, about there's... that really quickly because I think okay. that, that part is really important. And I've talked about this in, in some of my YouTube videos. I think I've probably mentioned it on, you know, podcasts and stuff like that. But when you're in an MLM, you have all these plates that you're maintaining spinning. It's literally like a circus, like a circus mm -hmm. performer, honestly, is how I see this. Cue the uh, circus music. So you're spinning all of these plates, trying to keep everything going. So you have your personal sales, you have your team sales, you have, you know, all of these trainings that Leah has mentioned, you have all of this stuff and you're trying to spin all these plates on top of whatever obligations you have at home. If you're a parent, if, you know, you have a job outside of MLM and you're, you're spinning these plates, 
And what happens is the second that you stop and those plates crash, none of it can be maintained. The issue that I have is that so many of these people in multi-level marketing companies say, oh, residual income, residual income. Residual income is made off of content that you put out previously and you're, you're continuing to gain some sort of royalties, typically money. But the, having to maintain these plates spinning is not residual income. And the money that you're making off of the team is not residual income. Those people could decide to stop spinning their plates and your income dropped. And I guarantee you, Leah, the only reason that you were reached out is because Brittany saw, oh my God, Leah's not working. What's going on? Let me reach out. It's time for me to taproot her. She had this much volume and now she's here. Let's get her working again. The way that I used to get looped back into it, I don't know if you've heard this, I know I've talked about it a lot, is Jesse Lee would say, oh my God, Brian was just talking about you. Brian Underwood, the CEO. Brian was just talking about you. And I'd be like, oh my God, what? And then I would go back to work. That's all that, that was. Manipulation. That didn't even happen this time. She reached out. Hey, haven't seen you in a while. Haven't really heard from you. How's everything going? Yeah. You're not selling. And I read it. Yeah, I read it. I was like, it's been months and months and I text her back and I said still trucking along she never responded and I was like you really don't care no and then uh honestly there's been some things that you know Jessica Leah said like I don't care live your life yeah do you boo boo but how can I look up to somebody that I don't agree with their philosophies, especially making comments, you know, um, basically along the lines of ugly people are poor and, or mm. poor people are ugly or whatever that was. Uh, you should be my best friend because I fly my besties first class. Like, I don't know. I just felt it got to this level of bragging and certain things like that she would say. And I'm like, but wait a minute, in this training, you know, a few months ago, you said that your assistant turned on the water because they were mad at you but now you're saying this and now you're saying that and it just got to the point I can't look up to you anymore like I don't have that oh my god I want to be like Jesse Lee and Leah Form anymore yeah. like no I don't want to be anything like you I'm sorry I don't want to be associated with that I don't want to mm -hmm. I don't want yeah I get completely where you're coming from with this and I'm not honestly I'm not mad at anybody um I just kind of snuck out Mm -hmm. I, you know, messaged you said, Hey, I put in my resignation mm -hmm. and I, cause I just had enough, like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. Finding out the stuff that I found out, I just can't do it. Yeah. And uh, nobody's reached out to me. Nobody said anything. I'm not mad at anybody. Like I, I had this experience. Yeah. I don't have to stress out at the end of the month. I mean, I have to unlearn a lot of things though. Yes. I still have a hard time with when I'm not working, it's okay to not be working. And I, I definitely have my moments with that. You know, if I want to, like right now I'm watching The Staircase. Have you seen that on Netflix? Yes, it's so oh funny. My God. Okay, so <laughs> I'm watching The Staircase and there are times where I have to remind myself that I don't need to have my phone in front of me and it's okay. Like I can set it down 
and I can just watch the staircase and that's okay. Yeah. Or if I'm at the gym, it is 100% okay to not respond when somebody sends me a message right then and there. That message will be there when I'm ready to, to message that person back. Right now I'm yeah. focusing on my workout. Yeah, because we're taught like they message you, you need to be on it. Yes, because they could decide to go and, and order it from Amazon or somewhere else. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I guess one of the last things that, uh, that I'll say is, you know, I mentioned that I did, I was a car earner with Lavelle. Um, my highest month with prove it was 10,300 in, in volume. I still have my Lexus. Mm. And, uh, recently my daughter, she, you know, got her driver's license. Mm -hmm. So my husband gave her his commuter car. Then we had to buy a new car. Yeah. And he was like, Hey, I'll give you my new car. Cause it's, you know, nicer. I mean, yeah. you know, it's newer, has all the bells and whistles. And he's like, so we'll take your Lexus and we'll sell it. You know, we'll pay, we'll do this. And then I'll get myself a little $2,000, $3,000 beater car. Mm. The amount of anxiety I have over not having that Lexus because it's still in my brain. Yeah. Uh, even though I lost my car bonus, right? But it's still ingrained in me that this is my status. Like I did yes. this. Yeah. It's, he has, like, he doesn't understand it. And it's like, I, this emotional thing. Mm -hmm. Cue the, uh, the sound from TikTok, emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I, I mean, I get completely where you're coming from. I still have my Range Rover. It's still wrapped. Granted, it doesn't have any of the prove it stuff on it or any of that stuff, but I understand completely where you're coming from. I, I've thought often about selling it and having the wrap taken off and, you know, just different things and, and letting go of that status is very difficult. That's very, very difficult. So kudos to you for one, for being on here and talking about a lot of the, the things that you have and the vulnerability behind that. And um, that's amazing. And I was really, really excited about this podcast. So again, thank you for being here. Uh, I think that your story is really gonna help a lot of people that are experiencing cognitive dissonance. I do know that a lot of the people that listen to this are people that either got out of their MLM or are still kind of in it and like one foot in, one foot out, like we've talked about before. Um, and I, I hope that those people that are listening, I hope that they do decide to finally go, you know what? Okay, I'm not alone in how I felt and I'm gonna get out of this. So, yeah. Yeah, thank absolutely. Because I mean, thank you because throughout all of this, you've been, you've you've been the person that i know is like a safe space yeah i really try to be yeah, really well, try to it, be the so. safe place that i wish i had when i was questioning some of this stuff there was no safe space there was no i didn't know who to trust who to go to how do i even process these feelings i shouldn't be feeling this way there was guilt there was shame there was all of that stuff and so i really try to to be the space for people that are feeling the same way that i was that you were um to just, Hey, you're not alone, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'll what is my your, Instagram? 
Okay, uh, that's fine. I'll I don't put, even I'll remember put it in the show notes <laughs> so that they can they can follow you. Um, you know, you may get some messages from people that are like, "Oh my god, thank you for this podcast." I I just listen to it and um, be prepared for people to ask you for help because that is one thing that I have noticed is uh, people after listening to your story will reach out typically. And so. you know what? And for once, for real. I can actually help somebody. Yes. And it has nothing to do with money, rank, anything. Yeah. And that to me would be incredible. Yeah. There's this saying, I was trying to remember it this morning. Um, and it's some, I'm going to butcher it, but it's something about pay, like pay attention to the intention or the, uh, the intention behind stuff. If somebody is, I, I was thinking about collagen as I was mixing my, my powdered collagen, that's not an MLM product. <laughs> um, as I was mixing that, I was, I was thinking about some of the reels that I've seen of these MLMers and different companies that are shaming people that use liquid collagen or use powdered collagen because they sell a liquid collagen. And, and I'm kind of like, it reminded me, pay attention to people's intentions. If they're say, if they're shaming you for doing something or taking a product or whatever, is it because they're selling something? What's the motivation behind mm -hmm. them suggesting that? Obviously I'm not benefiting off of people getting out of their MLMs. Right. There's, there's no benefit. Do I, do I make a little bit of money off of the podcast? Okay. Yeah. Do I make money off of my YouTube channel, well, yeah, but it's not off of those people. It's right. off of the ads. It's off of the views. If people don't want to watch the content, they don't have to, and that's okay. Right. So pay attention to people's motivation and the intentions behind what they're doing and saying. And if it's something that they're like, well, swap this with what I sell, probably shouldn't listen to their advice. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I know you have to go. Thank you so much for being here. Guys, go follow Leah on Instagram, her, uh, her handle and while well, her link is going to be in the show notes for you guys. And most importantly, don't join an MLM, you guys. And if you're in don't. one, I hope you get out quickly so that you don't lose yourself, your time, your energy, money. Um, just don't join an MLM and I'll see you guys on the next episode. So thank you all for being here.